entrepreneur, producer, and stand-up comedian. This young man was the 2019 Burbank Comedy Festival winner. He has performed all over the world. Arizona, California, Louisiana, Missouri, New Mexico, Maryland, New York, Pennsylvania, and Texas. And he says he is proud of being country funny. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to E-Talk, Mr. Jody Summers. Good friend of mine with me today. She is the host of Great Day Houston. And we've done so many things together. You always come when I call. It's like, you know, the mayor's tree lighting, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. For me, it's made me appreciate what I have a whole lot more because, listen, life is fleeting. It was surreal my first year because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm in fourth grade and I've made it this far and they got news cameras here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, this, this is crazy. Who is that? <laughs> he is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really inspired me to know that, hey, I can really do this. I want to thank you for helping me with my new dream and supporting me as an artist. We've got lots to talk about. Hello, listeners, and welcome to E-Talk with ABG. That's me, Anthony Vargas Glover. I'm excited today to have a guest on who I haven't had the opportunity to see perform uh, a couple of months ago, and he's a uh, comedian. Uh, We're going to talk about him and talk to him and get some information and some insight from him. Let me tell you about this guy. He's been in the business for about a decade now. Uh, he's been doing stand-up for eight years. I don't know how anybody does it. I can't make anybody laugh sitting down, but he's standing up. So there you go. Uh, he's been Amazon Prime, YouTube. You can see him in Venmo. And we're going to talk about some things that he does and get some insight from him. And you can find out where he is and you can see him. I'm speaking of none other than Jody Summers. Jody! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How y'all doing out there, world? Thank you, How's Tony. How's it going, man? I'm, I'm good, man. How about yourself, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for taking time out to sit and chit-chat with us and let the listeners know what's going on. And we're going to put you out there so they can know who you are, where you are, and go see you. Okay. That's what we're here for today. So how are you? I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, I'll start with this. This pandemic has got us crazy. Now, I know as a comedian and as a stand-up, you have so many jokes. You have so much stuff going on. <laughs> timeless, timeless, endless jokes and material from it, man. I'm just happy to be alive. Uh, right, right, reading, right, um, right. Uh, no, my temperature is around 96, 97. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta keep checking every day, man. You know, right. hey, you know, uh, I'm practicing social distancing. You know, okay. you okay. know, are you uh, vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? No, no I'm not vaccinated. Uh, okay, I don't, okay. You know, I don't knock anybody who does, but I'm I'm on a wait and see approach right yeah. now. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I gotta see who turns into a zombie first. You know, you know what. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you see, I got Gallagher behind me, so you know right, I don't know right. who's gonna do the two So I'm just practicing on Gallagher just in case I gotta. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> so wait a minute. Talk to me. Tell us who Jody Summer is. Where Where you from? Your background. How did you get involved in doing this? Because you know, like we said, you have to be. Somebody special to say, I'm going to get up and do stand-up. You just don't get up every day and do that. I don't know start? about special. Uh, I think you've got to be pretty crazy to, to try this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> you know? uh-huh. 
some uh, some many therapy sessions was missed to get on this stage. Well, I had to be a stand-up comedian then because I know I had been to therapy. <laughs> yes, man. It's uh <laughs> it's one of those things. I look, I had no uh plan on being a comedian. Really? Um, yes, uh uh it just found me. Uh I've okay. always been a fan of comedy. Uh-huh. But it, for some odd reason, I was in Arizona. I went to my first comedy show at Stand Up Live. I'm originally here from Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, you know, born and raised. So I was in Arizona doing, you know, a project out there. And I you know I went on a uh with a group of friends to go to a first comedy show. Okay. And I liked it. I talked to Sprancho was the first comic I talked to. I already was friends with Olivia Arrington's son. She's been okay. on Comedy View. And uh-huh. you know, she uh-huh. always jabbed at me about comedy and stuff like that. So, so, Strancho, I told Strancho I was thinking about getting into the business because of living Auntie always used to mess with me about it. So he was, he was like, go ahead, I believe in you. Go ahead and try it. So as soon as I came back home to Houston, I tried it. I, well, I first started going to shows, I analyzed it. I started as a producer first. I started okay. as a promoter. Uh-huh. Not, and now, in two years later, I started off in a, doing stand-up. That's how I got wow. started. Yeah. That, that, that's amazing to me. I mean, so you went to was that your first comedy show you said? Yeah, my when first you, when you attended comedy show was in Arizona. Okay, okay. Yeah. and so you just came back and said, "Okay, I'll, I'll try it." And, yeah, and you started. Well, you started producing. I started. And producing I guess shows. you said, yep. if, I, "If I can produce it, then I can do it." I mean, yeah, that that's amazing because again, you have to have some guts to get up there. I mean, have you ever been heckled? Uh, not nah, yeah, I've been heckled and uh-huh. um, never been booed. Um, uh-huh. but I've been uh threatened to beat up before. The, you know, somebody threatened to beat me up before. Really? See, yeah, see that's the kind of stuff. No, no, because <laughs> you know, I'd be like, Jesus and me gonna meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. Well, oh I wasn't. Look, I was in New York, so I I didn't. I was out of my element, so I okay. didn't know. You know, you know, the, my first time being out there, and you know, you know, you got. A Haitian dude threatening to beat you up, and I heard about Haitians how they get down, and I don't want to be chopped up. He's talking about no, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. Okay, no. so now <laughs> if you had not done comedy, what would you be doing? Um, I would be into the marketing business like I was before. I was doing um, you know, marketing sales for Dish Network and Blockbuster. I was a regional. Okay. So that's what, what I was doing before, and before that, I was uh, a salesman for Pepsi. You know, it's interesting because people think uh, when when you're in the arts and you're in the entertainment business or what have you, that is something that you've always done, you know, that you 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 came out of the womb doing it. But I mean, you're telling me that you were in marketing, which at the same time is something that kind of helped you a lot along the way with your career, because not only were you doing that for Pepsi, or, you know, or, or uh, Blockbuster, mm-hmm. what have you, you mm-hmm. can see how that affects and how it could work for you yes. as an entertainer. See, yes. people think we, people think we crazy. We ain't crazy. No, no we ain't crazy. <laughs> we ain't no, crazy. Me, they sell to come out in me. Exactly. That's how you ended exactly. up at my comedy show. Wow. <laughs> that That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So tell me, who are some of your influences? My influences of stand up, um, yeah. I, of course, I mean, I, I watched all the greats: Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, yeah. um, you know, uh, uh, Red Fox, George Carlin. Um, as but as of right now, my actor best comedians are uh, Dave Chappelle, of course. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Yeah, Bill Burr, you know, my mentor, Smokey Suarez, and uh, okay. you know, EJ Nonstop, uh-huh. and guys like that. So those are my influences. Oh, my God. So Houston is home. Uh, you're in New York. What other places have you played that you thought you never would, or what are some that you would like to play? Let me ask you this. Have you ever done Vegas? Not yet. That's the. Uh, I like that. I like that. He said not yet. Not yet. <laughs> that's my. That's one of my go-to spots there in Miami. Those are the uh, markets I haven't been at before. I've been to Atlanta. Uh-huh. I love Atlanta. Of course, New York. Um, I didn't, you know, seen the Statue of Liberty, but okay. California was a surprise to me because I won the regional uh, Burbank regional comedy competition at really? the Burbank Comedy Festival in the yeah, okay. right there. So I never say I want to force myself to LA. I said yeah. I just I want to actually get invited in books because when you try to just force yourself somewhere, it doesn't work out. So I yeah. actually yeah. won a competition. It got me to do the comedy festival in Burbank, and it was it was amazing. LA was a another one of those cities I thought they wasn't gonna do. So if you had to talk to somebody who, who you know trying to get in stand up or, or whatever, what advice would you give them, especially? A, a young person, you know, because, you know, you have young people who are looking up to everybody these days and they're trying to decide what they want to do or don't know what they want to do. And, you know, and they're just like any and everybody they, they grasp a hold to, they're stuck there. So if you had to talk to a young person who was trying to, to you know, be on the up and coming and hit the scene as a comedian, would you say go to a competition? Would you say sign up? What What would you get? What advice would you give them? And then I'm going to ask you what advice somebody gave you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would give a young comedian nowadays, don't. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do it because I'm trying to make money. <laughs> no, but no, uh, don't don't quit your day job. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I would say take your time, uh-huh. work your craft, uh, hit open mics, and, uh-huh. um, and, and see where it goes. The thing about stand-up comedy is there's no rush. But okay. society has this thing of we want to have a microwave mindset. We want yeah, to exactly. It work like that. Exactly. The beautiful thing with stand up comedy, you could do this until you're old and gray. And, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you can't move anymore. So that's right. the beauty of you know, comedy is, you know, is longevity in it. So now you, know, right. you, you mentioned you mentioned open mic. Uh, now, in an open mic situation, do you think that people can get a following or is it something that they, should do to get more and more experience or, or what do you think what do no, you think about open mics the following is the last thing you want to uh, worry about you start uh-huh. off you want to perfect your craft funny okay. first mm-hmm. and then you know then you get to the business part of it once you build your three minutes uh-huh. of material solid material then you go from three to five you know five to ten and it takes time to do the you know a, about a good year for a lot of comics to build five minute sets, you know. Mm-hmm. So I three minutes—that's a long time. Three minutes is a long time. It is. It don't <laughs> seem like a lot of time, but it's a long time. And yeah, yeah. I started off at open mics while doing my comedy clubs. You only get three minutes. I say three minutes. So you got to come up with one liners, and you know, you, gotta <laughs> you know, you, you got to hit them where it hurt, man, to get you three minutes of fame in. You audition for NBC, which I did. I audition for NBC three-minute sets, or sometimes they'll tell you one minute. Right. And he's like, okay, well, I made them laugh, so do, do I get the job? Do <laughs> yeah, I get do I get the job? 
Yeah, yeah, but that's only 57 <laughs> seconds. You got <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay, so what advice did someone give you? Same it's the same thing. Um um don't quit your day job. Uh-huh. <laughs> um take your time, go to open mics, um, study the business. Don't uh-huh. often, don't uh saturate yourself with always trying to perform on the show, watch and learn from the veterans. And that's what I've been doing. I still do that to this day. I still go to school. So you said study, 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 study the business. How, what do you mean when you say study the business? What does that mean? Well, Dave Chappelle mentioned it on his last special that when a comic comes in and watch another headline or established comic perform, that means he's taking class. He's actually oh. studying how he moves the crowd, his timing, his delivery. He's just studying the, the veterans who, who's before you because what's, what better teacher than somebody who's done it before you and been through the bumps and bruises and yeah. learn from them. Okay, okay. Oh, that's interesting. I, I never would have uh, thought of that. You're saying study the business uh, and, and just studying. I would you know, thing is studying individuals, but like you yeah. said, every time you see somebody, every time you watch somebody, you're in class because you are looking at them and and, and grasping a hold of how they right. how they do things. Okay. Right. Oh my God. That interesting. Interesting. So we we kind of touched on it at the beginning of it. We were talking about the pandemic and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so when the pandemic hit, because of course it affected everybody in, in different yeah. ways. Um how were you working? Uh, were you in the middle of something? Were you about to begin something and did you have to put it off? Or what did that do for you as uh, as a comedian? Oh, man, now you bring it. Now I'm having a PTSD moment. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I was in the middle of um, getting ready to move to New York. Uh, actually, really? uh, yes, I was going to get ready to move. I, was, I, I had a place picked out. I had a booking agency I was going to sign on with. Um Everything was going to be laid out for me. Um, and then the pandemic happened and then shows started getting canceled. Got the call from the gig agency to, to say, hey, we, you know, we got to drop, you know, everybody that we signed on initially. We got to focus on the people that we already have established. So I was cut. And wow. yeah, so I was forced to stay here. We had to renew my lease. And, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, oh, my God. So, I mean, it, it, affect, it affects everything not just what's going on at the moment you're talking about things that's happening now and things that are coming up in the future because you said you were about to move yeah i was about to move Uh, yeah i I didn't i was uh i was at a point to where i actually retired for briefly i I said you know what um i have kids to feed and uh, Uh i gotta Uh figure out how to feed them and i'm not gonna you know you had comedians crying and you know, and, 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 and I say, ain't nothing you can do, man. I'm not going to sit on my hands while this pandemic is going on. Nobody's doing right. comedy shows. Um, I'm not going to get up there doing virtual comedy shows and perform in front of, you know, a mirror, empty chairs, or a phone. You just make yourself look, you sit up here telling jokes right? And to your phone. And how do you hear the laughter? It's not the same. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. as a comedian, you feed off the energy. Definitely. So I wasn't going to do that. I'm gonna do that. So I retired for like six months. Yeah, six. I'm, I'm yeah. retired. I'm retired for six months. Yeah, I mean, six months. <laughs> yeah, six months. I, I retired briefly because people brought me back out. And, you know, they, you know, people trying to do underground shows. Like, and we gonna uh-huh. do it anyway. So I start doing it, doing it like that. But I like, well, I can't do too much. Cause I, you know, I don't want the you know, Uncle Sam no more. My, my, 
don't want exactly. to be working. I'm, I'm unemployed. I'm, besides, I'm probably unemployed. He ain't my uncle. He ain't my uncle, yeah. so I don't worry about all that. Yeah. I'm like, so, I'm still, I, you know, the unemployment change is real nice right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and and I deserve it. I, I'm sorry. I deserve it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, now, I know you've, you've probably had a few of these. Um, uh, I call them... Uh, 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 wow moments, you know, where something happens or you've been somewhere, you, you, you were on stage somewhere, you thought you'd never be someplace. What is, what's one wow moment for you that stands out? And it may be, let's say maybe a few, but I mean, you know, you, sometimes we can always say, oh yeah, I remember this one. What's a wow moment for you that stands out in your mirror? Oh, you smiling. Oh, something wrong. Something wrong. <laughs> it, it- Oh man! Oh, uh, it's a few few of those. I and and it's gonna be more. Um, uh-huh. I can, oh I yeah, can, that's that's good. I yeah, like that. and and it's, and it's like when I when I was producing shows. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I started producing shows for one year. For one year, okay. You know, I was doing bars. You know, you know the Joe Blows bars and grills places. Uh uh-huh. A year later, did a show at the Improv, sold it out. Okay. 500 seats. Couldn't believe wow. nobody has done that before. I was one of the first one to do it. So it was another promoter that was doing it on a regular basis. Didn't think uh-huh. nobody else could do it. Then you know we did it. I'm like, okay. Then I look back and seen all those people. I was like, wow. Brought tears to my eyes. Wow. Wow. So that's, I couldn't believe cool. it. You know, the second time, uh, I guess I when I started getting better at it, you no know, stand-up, uh-huh. uh, I performed with my mentor. I actually did better than him one night. Don't tell him that. <laughs> he didn't well, you know, they always the say the that the student ends up better. He didn't speak to me for the rest of the night. And then, <laughs> he didn't, I, mean, he was, I was like, what did I do? Like, he didn't, he didn't get away from me. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then the second night, did it, but he came to me and said, watch, he went back and did his traditional stuff. And he was, he was, he was still great. He was the great Wow. Thing. But then I still had the performance of my life to where I blew the roof off the joke joint. Uh-huh. And he told me, man, I'm proud of you, man. You, you know, I had people from all over come come to the anniversary show because it was five-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. When they see me perform, they like, bruh, I'm proud of you. Everybody was saying I'm proud of me. Cried again. Uh-huh. So those, I can say those two moments right there. Um, and of course, winning the Burbank comedy uh, competition, going to LA, you know, and stuff like that. So it's other moments, but it's nothing like getting that those pops or those, yeah. those high point success that you didn't. The average person don't think you can do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you doubt yourself that you can do. Exactly. So okay, well that's um, that's a good segue. You talking about you're doubting yourself? So tell me this: What would the now you Say to the younger you. Oh man! And, I, and, and, not... <laughs> and look, no, we all, not... man. That's a million dollar question, man. There you what... go. Yeah, <sighs> because only oh. only you can answer that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what the struggles are. You know what you did. You know what you wanted to do. You know what you've been through. Uh, but now that you're standing here as this this man, Jody, what would you tell the younger you? Um, I played basketball at the age of 33. Uh-uh. <laughs> I would tell myself that because then you wouldn't have a blown out knee. 
Right. I was about to say, because those knees will not, they don't yeah. play. Father time is undefeated. It don't matter how many vitamins you eat, <laughs> how much you try to study LeBron James. Hey, this man making a million, he putting a million dollars in, in exactly. his bank. I'm not put, I don't have a million dollars to put into my mind. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I would tell my younger self on, on that point. But as far as, um, oh man, uh, I think um, certain things I'll go back and tell myself, but then sometimes you got to go through stuff to learn because you, yeah. you know, these gray hairs don't come for nothing. You have to yeah. earn those and you got to go through stuff to have wisdom because you got to know yeah. how to lose to know that's how it. to win. That's it. I'm, I'm so, glad you said that wisdom because that's what it is. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, tend to go, oh man, I'm getting gray. Uh, gray and I know, no, that's wisdom because everybody yeah. gets that. And it's a blessing you, to, get to grow yeah. old. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and this pandemic teaching us I'm mm. not making it, man. I think you know, exactly. Kids, you know, exactly. Like, you're you're right, man. You are so right. So okay, let me ask you another question about you. You have something that you call is it black skin comedy? Yeah, I have, See, a, I have a nah, show. that's already that's already crazy to me because it's, <laughs> what, I, let me just ask don't it? <laughs> what is the definition of Blacksican comedy? I think I have my idea, but I want to hear from you. We have the Blacksican um, comedy show. It's basically Black and Latinos put together. Okay. Uh, the slogan is uh, refi beans and collard greens. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> cannot. <laughs> we actually had that at our first show. We actually were serving that. Really? That's how you do it. But that's how you do it. I, yeah. I was about to say, I bet you ran out. <laughs> oh, yeah. What nothing left. I like, wow. yeah, I didn't get to try none of it. I'm like, you know, like, okay. That's yeah. crazy. Refried yeah. beans and collard greens. And yeah. the people came and they yeah. and they enjoyed it. So they, they ate well. Yeah. They ate, ate well, well and they got a good comedy show. Got a good lab. You know, oh. this show has been around for, for years. It's actually originated in Phoenix, Arizona from a producer. Named okay. Bobby Johnson. He actually gave me the rights to the show. Really? So, yeah. So um I asked him for it and he gave it to me because he's one of like people they brought me out to Arizona. Uh-huh. So it's been thriving in Houston, it's been in Dallas. Uh, everybody in Texas knows about it. It's been asked to come through the um the, the valley, the real Grand Valley. Okay. So yeah, so it's been all uh, successful, man. Uh, you know, I think diversity, we need to come together and that's what we're doing. So Yeah, yeah. And and you know, uh comedy to me is like music. Um yeah. it's a it's a universal language, you know. Yes. I don't care for uh I mean a song, an average song is maybe four and a half minutes, five minutes, and that's interesting. You talked about the sets being three, five, and ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because for that amount of time you have the the period the people the listeners in your hand like in the palm of your yeah. hand and like i said you can you can either bomb or you can you know do what's what's good and have everybody laughing and that's the same thing with with the music with the song right. you yeah. know you can hear a song you're like no i don't like that song or yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a catchy little song you know but see, with comedy it's a little a little bit more lonely because we don't have a beat carrying exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, like but you still gotta have like those punchlines, though. Those punchlines gotta hit harder than a, you know, right. you ain't gotta right. beat. So, okay, now in talking about punchlines, where does most of your comedy 
or your routine come from? You know, because I know people do family, people do friends, they do work. They do. What, where is, what is yours? Man, my life experience, <laughs> man. Um, you know, I, I've been around class clowns all my life. I could be a uh-huh. class clown myself, play football. You know, how jocks could be, you know, goofy and right, comical. Right. So, I did, my my things come from a little bit of everything. I could talk about, you know, now I'm getting to the point to where um, I'm heading towards my 10 years of doing stand-up. Now I'm having that, uh, I don't care anymore mode. Like, I'm going to uh-huh. say what I want to say rather than trying to just have these certain jokes. See, sometimes they could be slap on the stick jokes, but I'm trying to be myself to where how I really feel and make it uh-huh. fun. That's, that's a good segue, too. Let me ask you this. Honesty is something that people have issues with. And like you were just saying, you like to be yourself. How much of you are you, you know, putting out there on stage? I, I know it's an act and I know, you know, you're right. doing your, your, your routine and everything. But at some point, you, the individual, has to step in, you know, and become a part of it. It's like just being vulnerable. How, how much right. of that is, is that you? Well, uh, it's pretty much, but comedy is true meets with uh-huh. a little bit of crap. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, right. That's that's basically what comedy is. Is, mm-hmm. is um, that's the only way it can really, so from my perspective, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but, uh-huh. but from my right, from my perspective and for what I've talked to peers about, you have to be in the joke. Uh huh. Um, you just can't um, make make something up out the blue and, and just make people laugh because it really people have to feel that. Mm-hmm. The only way to, for people to feel that if it's coming from within you. Mm-hmm. And which so, which means sometimes you have to uh you have to be the joke. Yes. Yeah, you have to be the joke and you have yeah. to make fun of yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, I talk about myself. I talk about right. me being bald and, and stuff, getting out of shape, you know, <laughs> you know. But, and see, and people they they will accept that because if you can talk about yourself, then yeah. it's like okay, I, I, he's talking about somebody yeah. or he's talking about me. I, I can handle it. Yeah. But when you can't talk so about yourself, they already say it in their head. They say <laughs> it in their head like, oh, man, I'm just in the same way. I'm bald too. Huh? Right. Or right. Somebody, right. Uh, so like, you know. Oh, maybe maybe he's talking about me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this: what What's next for you? What's next for you? I know everybody's got, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic slowly but surely. Yeah, slowly but surely. We're, 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 you know, moving forward and people are trying to get back to some kind of normalcy. Uh, right. What, what is next for you? What do you have lined up? Um, Right now, I have Black coming up and I'll be going to Arizona. So I'm getting back into my normal routine somewhere, uh-huh. but not all the way through because there's still restrictions and stuff like that. Because I know in New York, you, you can't really go into venues and stuff like that while being vaccinated. Right, so, right. I, well, I'm not vaccinated, so I don't think I'll be going to New York no time Tell soon. Tell me so. I'll be... <laughs> So, <laughs> oh God! Tell so, me, get vaccinated, Lord. <laughs> yeah, uh, trying try to get some work. Trying to get yeah, some work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Arizona. Uh, uh, what, what else? What else? This Sunday, I will be in uh, at the Red Dwarf, the Blasket Comedy Show at the okay. Red Dwarf. Okay. Up in 
Tickets okay. available on Eventbrite. You know, get them. Eventbrite. Yeah, we can get all of put all that out so they can know. Yeah, it's almost sold out, so you better get them. So if you want to actually see what we were talking about, you got to get those tickets. <laughs> so you're talking about that let's talk about talk to me and put out there give you because i want people to know where they can find you okay uh, where if they can get some information about you where uh what's your 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 social what's your social media where where can they find you you can follow me on instagram at hook me up jody summers on instagram Hook me up, like Jody Tony. Summers. Yeah, hook that, me up. Now, see that already. And, and, and you right see, now. you did the origin of Jody Summers. That's that's a stage name. Okay, so the origin of Jody Summers is I used to sell shoes and purses out my trunk. Really? So I, I actually had a little business called Jody. Somebody, I said, well, what name should I just call myself since, you know, what should I call the business? I said, well, baby boy, what was his name? Jody. I said, what's his last name? And I looked it up. It was Summer. So that's where I got my stage name from. When Shut I started up. producing shows, I couldn't even <laughs> shake that name. I couldn't even go by my real name. They were like, no, no, you Jody. Because we know you as Jody. You you know, people that's coming to the show, you know, you Jody. You Jody. Okay. That it's is hilarious. So you, I didn't choose yeah, that you stage crazy. name. You are crazy. A crazy comedian. That ain't yeah. even your real name. <laughs> yeah, that ain't my real name. I'm not going to tell you what it is either. Mind He's not going to tell you what his government name is. Yeah, mind your business. <laughs> like my grandpa used to say, mind your business. <laughs> okay, so, okay, we got uh, Instagram, hook me up. Yeah. Okay. Facebook, you can follow me on uh, Jody Summers or 2K Comedy or Black Chicken on Facebook. Look those up. And um, YouTube, 2K Comedy, um, we're going to upload some new footage starting in 2022. And um, you can contact me. If you want to book me, you can book me at uh, establishedest.2kbooking at gmail.com. And if you want to catch me in other cities, I'll be going to, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I will be at the Tempe Improv on November 10th. And I will be at um, CB Live on the 14th of November. Wow. And, then, and I'm actually proud of this moment because, you know, I, I actually got booked just to perform in front of veterans. Uh-huh. So I, now, this is not my first time doing that, but I actually got my first political booking. Really? Um, yes. For uh, I don't know all the details, but I know it's at the Marriott Hotel November 4th. Oh, wow. That is good. I mean, yeah, somebody's it, running for, 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 for um, a district court or something like that in Fort Bend. And I'm like, well, I got to make these politicians laugh. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell them. This yeah, day hey, and age, yeah. Yeah, this they, day and age, they, they need, need a good talking to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to give them some advice. Yes. They Especially need about those emails. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you got to do what you got to do. Okay, so we got all of this social media out. Uh, we know where he'll be uh, performing, coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, follow this man. I'm going to tell you, I saw him and I, I was cracking up. It was it was a good show. Uh, yeah. I, and, and it's hard for uh, people in the business to, yeah. you know, get in there and, and have a good time because we're so, and I, and I admit it, we're so critical of yeah. what's going on. You know, sometimes you just have to let go and relax. Yeah. And, you know, and I think going to a comedy show and listening to stand-ups is one of the best things because you, when, other, when what other time do you use your diaphragm as much? 
you know, you know, <laughs> because you're laughing and you're yeah. like releasing stuff and you're letting it go. And you need to be able to do that. Like I said, in the, the world that we're living in is so much going on. Yeah. And, so uh, we, we, we have to be able to, at sometimes it's like when your body says no, because people were always on the go, on the go, doing this, doing that, doing this, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're, we're doing meetings on top of meetings and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Chasing a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, you just have yeah. to say, slow it down. Just stop. Slow it down. Yeah. Let's talk. And, and, and yeah, and, 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 this, and that's why, that's how this came out, because uh, my producer, uh, Tony Smith, he just wanted me to, he says, the people that you know, the things that you're doing, uh, just talk to people and see what's going on. People in the business, politicians, uh, and, and just get to know people as opposed to what they are doing. And you want to know the story behind mm-hmm. what they're doing and why they're doing it and how they started, how they got into it. Because people don't know all of that. We only right. know the individual as who they are. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought that you were selling shoes out of the trunk of your car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to know that, and I mean, I know your name, but Jody Summer. <laughs> you know that's where that came from you know <laughs> that's where that came from so you know it's just different stuff and it's just different entities and and getting to meet people and and spotlighting people because right. uh it, that's what it's all about it's about networking and that's what we're trying to do you know just get everybody out knowing what's going on who's out there and and not using I ain't, I, I ain't knocking nobody, but not using the same people over and over and over. You know, there's right. enough out there for us all to go around and do stuff and help each other out and network. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and so, say it. You go ahead yeah. and say it. <laughs> you see it just like I see it. I, exactly. That's all it is, you know. So one, one last question. I'll ask you one last thing before we, we get out of here. Uh, what does, and think about it, you don't have to answer right away, but what does engage your passion? mean to you engage my passion means to yes. play with me man <laughs> feel like i'm on a jeopardy right now <laughs> well you got some good questions man <laughs> alex i'll take i'll take engage your passion for a thousand <laughs> engage your what it means to me man to be all in uh, with your passion. Yeah. That's pretty it's pretty simple. I know, you know, but sense ain't so common, ain't it? <laughs> right. No, 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 no. But you're right. But see, and that's the whole deal. Because it 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 I'm using incorrect English here. It ain't deep. Yeah. It ain't deep at all. Like you said, to be all in, that's what it means. Because to be all in means that you are engaging right and what you want to do and whatever your passion is just be all in it right you know and that that's what you want to do and you want people to to be able to have a good time doing what they're doing right. and in and in our case you know when you're performing and you're entertaining you want people to leave feeling better than when they came right you know? absolutely yeah you know i don't and, do and, i don't do this to i'm not looking forward to try to make Kevin Hart 25 million dollars exactly you know, like exactly. that because you can have a good living. Just hey, as you could really make a good living just doing Texas alone doing stand up comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's so yeah. big, it's so many towns and cities. Everything's big in Texas. Everything's big in Texas. <laughs> it takes about ten hours to get from Houston to El Paso. How about that? <laughs> How about I woke that? up, man. I'm like, well, man, we're still in Texas. I'm like, for real? Yeah, that. Yeah, are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the movie originated from. They just didn't film it in Texas. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. For that. 
Well, man, yeah. Jody, thank you so much, man, for taking our time just to chill and chit-chat and, you know, let us thank know a little you. bit about you and, and what you're doing. And we're going to have make sure that, you know, we get this out in, uh, in, in, out in the universe so people will know where they can find you, uh, where okay. they can go see you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jody Summers here today with us. Man, I want to thank you, and I want to thank you listeners for tuning in to eTalk. Uh, don't forget that you can subscribe, download, and you can comment. We want to know what you think, what's going on, how, you, how you're how you living, and what's happening. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can go to the website at www.anthonybglover.com. Remember, until we e-talk again, to respect the artist and respect the art. It's a wrap. Thank you for listening to E-Talk with Anthony Bogus Glover. I appreciate you listening to me. Now, please subscribe, download, and comment. Leave a review. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Now, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and my website at www. Dot anthonybglover.com and before we leave I want to give a shout out to my friends over at Adams David Media for helping me to get this show on the road hope to hear from you we'll talk soon <laughs>